Welcome to the Digital News Report 2020, a podcast from the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism at the University of Oxford. I'm Federica Cherubini. Man, the bombers are afraid of a fight. Peace hurts business and that ain't right. How do I know? In every episode, we dive deep into one of the aspects covered by our annual report, the most comprehensive piece of research on news consumption worldwide. I'm the Head of Leadership Development at the Institute, and for this podcast, I'll be joined by the authors of the report. Our guest today is Anne Schultz, Research Fellow and Co-Author of the report. With Anne, we will discuss the future of local news. In this section, we offer an international perspective of how local and regional news are valued across different countries and what sources of local news people prefer. We also look at the extent to which people would miss their favorite local news outlet if it was no longer available. Anne, welcome, and thank you for talking to us today. Thank you, Federica. The Digital News Report, it's now in its ninth edition, is the most comprehensive comparative report on news consumption in the world, as we mentioned, and it's based on data collected by online survey of more than 80,000 people in 40 markets. The bulk of this report is based on data collected in January and February, just before the coronavirus hit many of these countries, but also draws on updated surveys in April at the height of the lockdown in many countries. The report is an essential guide for any news media executive, but also for anyone willing to learn more about the news ecosystem today. And this crisis has reinforced the democratic importance of local reporting in providing timely and relevant information, as well as holding local politicians to account. Does the public value local news? Um, yes, I think we can use two variables that we have in our data to assess if the public values local news in the countries that we've studied. Uh, one of them would be how interested uh, are people in local news and the other one would be how much do they actually use it to learn about what is going on in their area. Um, so starting off with interest, I think if we look at across all 40 countries, um, almost half of our samples say that they are very or even extremely interested in local news. So on that top level, the short answer to this question would be yes. Um, but then the interest in local news varies somewhat across countries. So as to these country differences, um, I'd say that where we have strong federal systems in place and where there is a high degree of regional autonomy, um, interest in local and regional news is uh, pretty high. So that would be, for example, 73% in Brazil say that they're interested or very interested in, in local news or 62% in Spain. And then in countries with more centralized systems, uh, interest in local news drops down somewhat. So when we had more than two thirds being interested in Brazil and Spain, we are down to barely one third in the UK and France who say they're interested in local news. So just, just, just to give two examples. And then if we move away from, from interest and look into news consumption, we see that reach of local news is overall pretty high. And this indicates that people are not only saying that they're interested in local news, but that they actually also make use of it as well. So 71% across 40 countries say to use offline and online services offered by traditional local news media. Uh, and this can be local TV, local, local newspapers or, or local radio. And what demographic consumes local news? Um, as to the demographics, so in, in terms of interest in local news, uh, just to stick to that as we've just been speaking about it anyway, I think we find these so we find these differences between the countries, but we also see differences between different demographics. Uh, so now 
I wouldn't say that this is very obvious, at least not for all countries, but it might also not be very surprising to hear that our data show that local news remains highly dependent on a large number of over 55. So the oldest age group is mostly interested in local news. Uh, take Norway as an example, uh, and we see that uh, the, the number of those who are interested in local news in the oldest age group is three times as high as compared to the youngest age group, which, which, are, which are the 18 to 24s. And I, I stress Norway here because uh, this would be one of the markets that is often held up as a model for sustainable local news. Um, and even here, um, we see uh, that, that mainly older demographics are actually um, making the difference for local news here. And we see very similar patterns for Germany or for the US. Um, but then we also have countries where this age gap is less pronounced and where also substantial share of the younger age groups seem to be very interested to read here or listen to what's going on in the areas. For example, almost half of those 18 to 24 year olds say to be very or extremely interested in local news in Mexico or the Philippines. You mentioned um, how people consume local news from um, different um, platform or online. What can you tell us more about where do people get local news from? Um, most people still get it from traditional local news offers. So the local newspaper is being most important here across all countries. And that's especially true in countries that have a long uh, and strong reading tradition, such as Germany or Norway. Uh, but we also have countries where local TV is most important, um, the most important local news source, for example, the US is a classic example for that, but also the Philippines again. So as said earlier, across all markets, 70% use any of these traditional uh, local news offers to get information about what is happening in the area. Um, but next to these traditional sources, we see an uptake in the use of what we call non-news alternatives. So we're speaking about uh, personal communication between neighbors or residents or about direct communication from local politicians, churches or other local institutions. And all of this will have always been there existing next to uh, the traditional local news sources. But now mainly we are also speaking about local groups on social media. And these are already being used by 31% of those who we have surveyed. And this is just as many who say that they use local television to get local news. So these, this tells me at least that these non-news alternatives pose a strong competition, uh, which might be because they are free, because they're convenient, and they're most often also very relevant to an audience that might have never been looking for uh, for the whole local news package anyway. They're very specific and address niche audiences. And you mentioned how local news remains important to people across different countries and different neighborhoods, but how much would they miss it if it was no longer there? Right, um, so it looks like among those that use any traditional news source for local news, it is clear that if this local news source was no longer there, they would also be missing it. So across all countries, almost 80% of local news users say that they would miss their local news outlets somewhat or even a lot if it went out of business. And uh, just to illustrate that with uh, one case, um, I think it looks, it looks like especially German local news users um, wouldn't appreciate this uh, a lot as more than half of those Germans who use local newspapers would miss it a lot. So selecting the most extreme scale point that we've offered here, half of those would miss it a lot. Um, and another third of the Germans are saying that they would miss it somewhat. Um, 
the share of those who wouldn't miss it very much or who wouldn't miss it at all or their, their local news offer if it went out of business is comparably high in the Philippines or also in the UK, uh, where more than a third of those who are currently using a local newspaper, so current users, more, uh, more than a third of those indicate that they wouldn't miss it very much. So this sort of indicating that they could also do without it in the UK and the Philippines. Super interesting. Um, local news is often considered to provide journalism that is more trusted and less partisan than national publications. Um, what can you tell us that um, we see in the findings from the report about the relationship between local news, political alignment and, and trust indeed? Uh, yeah, that, that's, these are very interesting points and interesting questions. Uh, and the report offers some first observations on these. Um, and where I think that it would be very interesting to follow up on these in, in the future as well. Uh, so for one thing, uh, and this isn't yet on the data, I think local news is often considered to be more trusted and also less partisan. Uh, and, and these things might also relate to each other. And, and now in the report, we have explored on the, the trust bit a little bit, and, and we can confirm that for many countries, uh, we see that in our brand trust data, that the local news brand is often one of the most trusted news brands in the market. 81% trusted in Finland and still 56%, so more than half of all those that we've surveyed trust the local or regional news brand in Spain. Uh, in the US, just to take another case, uh, the local news uh, brand is the brand that people trust most within uh, that market. Um, so that the local news brand is, is uh, leading that, that brand trust list, if, if you will. Uh, and this is this US case in particular is, is taking me to, to the other part of your question on polarization uh, along political lines that I would really like to explore in the future, because the question here is, is why is, is local news trusted so much on average? Uh, and could it be because, um, at least partially due to the fact that they, they might be less partisan compared to other news outlets, but um, I, I will have to stop here because we're reaching the uh, area of speculation. We, we will have to look into this into the future, but it's, it's indeed an, a very interesting point about local news. Thank you. Um, if you were to draw a conclusion, what would you say is the future of local news? Uh, yes, uh, not, a, not an easy one, but, um, but I'll try. Um, so I think that it's, it's clear, uh, and this isn't really based on our data, but uh, on, on previous literature, that, that local newspapers is uh, one of the best or, or the best medium um, to provide the sort of public service journalism that, that scrutinizes local government or local uh, enterprises and firms uh, and that gives uh, residents the information that they need to understand what is going on and to eventually also solve problems. Um, but when there is not enough digital or print revenue and at the moment it's, it's looking like there isn't, um, to pay for this type of public service journalism uh, and, and local news organizations are just closing down one after the other, uh, laying off their staff. I think it will be very difficult to find someone who does that job instead of them. So uh, I think it's true that non-news alternatives about which we've uh, spoken before um, uh, of local news provision that they can, these can do some of the things that local news organizations have done historically. Uh, and they might even be doing it better and quicker and more attuned to specific target audiences. Um, but I think it is very unlikely that these alternatives will be, will like feel responsible to hold local governments to account for the things they did or didn't do during the pandemic, just to, just to take that as an example. Um, so therefore I think um, 
that the fate of of communities um, is very strongly linked to the vitality of, of local news, uh, whether it's delivered in print, broadcast, or online. That, that's really important for this point here. Um, and, and if the, the business of local news doesn't stabilize over the next years, I see severe problems coming up for, for the cohesion and also, of course, for the stability of, of some communities. So, so now for, uh, so in, in this coronavirus pandemic, I think local news have shown or have been able to show how important they can be. Um, but this crisis has, has at the same time uh, put the business that uh, has always been uh, a difficult one into an, an even more difficult situation with many local papers closing and a lot of stuff being laid off. Uh, so I don't think there will be an easy fix to this, uh, but uh, we already see people start paying for local news in some countries like Norway, for example. And we also see by the data that I've just uh, been presenting here in this podcast that there is a strong demand for it. Uh, so I think it will be key for local news to be creative and courageous in the future if they want to remain relevant and, and survive. Thank you very much, Anne. Um, thank you for joining us uh, and to you all for listening to our second episode of the Digital News Report 2020. In the next episode, we'll talk about who will pay for online news. Make sure to follow our podcast channel on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. You can find the report online at digitalnewsreport.org. And if you don't want to miss any news from the Institute, subscribe to our weekly newsletter by clicking the link on our Twitter bio at RISJ underscore Oxford or on our homepage. We'll be back next week with our third episode. Goodbye. Pick up a copy anytime you choose. Seven little pennies in the newsboy's hand and you ride right along to Never Never Land.